0: hello and welcome back to the fantasy playmakers what's up guys in today's video i'm going to be running through my start sets at the wide receiver position so just going through whether or not i'd feel comfortable having you know all the fantasy relevant wide receivers in my lineup while you guys are watching this if you're enjoying the content please just do me a huge favor hit that like button subscribe to the channel you guys can ask me any fantasy related questions down below in the comment section and i'll respond to everyone also, there's gonna be thumbnails down below. So if you guys wanna jump around to your specific players, that is totally fine. But let's get it started with the Thursday night football matchup here between the Denver Broncos and the Cleveland Browns. On the Broncos side, I think Corlin Sutton is a locked-in start. Ever since Jerry Judy has been out, the man has been going crazy. And then Tim Patrick, the wide receiver two there, has been very solid as well. So both of those guys are going to be starts. With the Browns, this team really could end up being a mess on Thursday Night Football. There's a chance they're without Nick Chubb. Kareem Hunt is already out. Baker Mayfield's left shoulder is just totally done, but it looks like he's gonna try to tough it out. You know, you would kind of think this may be a situation where they're gonna have to throw the ball a lot with their top two running backs out, and that may be the case, but it also may just be that the offense is so bad they can't get anything going. I'm still gonna list OBJ as a start just because I do think he can get that volume. Donovan Peoples-Jones had a big week six. I just don't think it was sustainable. It was on four receptions. So, you know, a few big plays gets him a really nice stat line. Moving on to Sunday, we have the Panthers traveling to New York to take on the Giants. For this Panthers team, I'm trying to buy low on DJ Moore in almost every single one of my leagues. I love him moving forward. I think he's gonna ball out this week, which is why he's a start. You know, his teammate Robbie Anderson just hasn't shown enough to be a starter. He's been a very big disappointment. Someone who was supposed to be, you know, a very safe volume receiver, he has been anything but that. So Robbie Anderson is a sit. On the Giants side, this is another team that has just been totally destroyed with injuries, especially at the wide receiver position. Sterling Shepard, it looks like he's really the only healthy guy right now, and he's the wide receiver one there in my opinion. So he is going to be a start. If Kadarius Toney is back and ready to go, I also think he could be a start. Kenny Galladay, I would not expect him to play in this game. I don't even know about Darius Slayton. He's missed at least three weeks. I don't really think it matters either. You know, you wouldn't be starting him at all. Then we have a divisional matchup between the Jets and the Patriots. On this Jets team, I really think the only guy you can feel comfortable going with is Corey Davis. He is the clear number one there which leaves Jamison Crowder and Elijah Moore as sits. For the Patriots, Jacoby Myers is just a very safe option. I do think the Patriots are gonna put up a fair amount of points in this game. Maybe Jacoby Myers can finally break his curse and get into the end zone, but we will see. Kendrick Bourne had a huge play against the Cowboys, but that was his lone reception on the game. So without any volume, I just don't wanna trust him on a consistent basis. We've got some stud wide receivers in this next game here between the Chiefs and the Titans. For the Chiefs, no-brainer, Tyreek Hill locked in starter, sitting McCole Hardman. I just don't trust any of the guys behind Hill. For this Titans team, AJ Brown is a start. Really everything that could go wrong has gone wrong for AJ Brown to start off the season. He's dealing with a hamstring injury. Then it looks like he's finally ready to be fully back on Monday Night Football. Then he gets food poisoning. Still ended up playing really well. And Julio Jones ended up being ruled out for the game with a hamstring injury. He's been dealing with that. So I don't know if he's gonna be ready to go come Sunday, which is why he is not on this list. But whether or not Julio Jones is in the lineup, I'm going to be starting A.J. Brown. Then we have the Washington football team taking on the Packers. And both of these teams are really built around one stud wide receiver. And those are the only two players I'm going to be going with. Terry McLaurin for the Washington football team and Avante Adams for the Packers. In this next game here between the Falcons and the Dolphins, it looks like Calvin Ridley is back to practice, which means he should be playing. Remember, he missed the game in London due to a personal issue. So if he's back and on the field, he is a starter. This Dolphins team, another one of these teams that has struggled with injuries at the wide receiver position. Right now, I only have Jalen Waddell here on this graphic. If he is kind of like the lone starting wide receiver, I think he's got to be in your lineup. He's performed much better with Tua on the field. If Devontae Parker is back, I think both of them could potentially be viable starters this week, but I would lean towards Waddle as the better option. Will Fuller still on IR so he is not going to be available. In this next game, we see the Bengals traveling to Baltimore to take on the Ravens. For the Bengals side, Jamar Chase locked in start for the rest of the season. I do have T. Higgins here. He has been a little bit disappointing to start off the season, but I still think he can turn it around here. Tyler Boyd is kind of just the odd man out in this offense, and he is going to be a sit for the Ravens. I'm going to be starting Marquise Brown. I do think there's a chance Rashad Bateman kind of starts to eat into his workload, but as of right now, he is still the wide receiver one and deserves to be a startable player. I'm going to be sitting Rashad Bateman, but really interested to see what he can do in the future. Then it's going to be the Lions traveling to Los Angeles to take on the Rams. I'm not interested in anyone from this Lions wide receiver core. Basically the top two pass catchers are DeAndre Swift and TJ Hawkinson. Jared Goff has just not performed well. He doesn't have a lot to work with, you know, if we're being honest, even Dan Campbell kind of came out and called him out a little bit. So I just do not trust Amon Ra, Khalif Raymond, or Tyrell Williams, who may be back from IR this week. We just don't know. On the Ram side, Cooper Cup, you know, potential wide receiver one for the rest of the season. He has had that kind of impact. Robert Woods had a big week five. I actually recommended selling high on him after that game because I just didn't know if it was sustainable. It seemed like everyone had kind of shifted their perception to Robert Woods is totally back. I think we saw here in week six, Cooper Cup is still that guy and Robert Woods is the clear, clear number two, but I still think he's starter worthy. Then it's the Eagles traveling to Las Vegas to take on the Raiders. This Eagles offense is kind of hard to watch at times. I mean, only being able to pass for a little over 100 yards on that Buccaneer secondary which was missing Antoine Winfield, Sean Murphy Bunting, Carlton Davis, and Richard Sherman. That is not good. I'm still going to roll here with Devonta Smith. I think he's the number one option on this team, and that means I'm going to be sitting Quez Watkins and Jalen Rager. For the Raiders, Hunter Renfro really had his first down game all year. I still think he's going to bounce back. He's the safest option on a week-to-week basis, And I like this matchup here with the Eagles. They've kind of let teams, you know, work their way down the field slowly, which means Hunter Renfro could see a lot of targets. I'm gonna be sitting Henry Ruggs and Brian Edwards. They're just not consistent enough to be solid fantasy plays. And I don't think this is a good matchup. We saw how the Eagles were able to take away the big plays from the Buccaneers. They're likely gonna try to do the same thing against the Raiders. Next up, it's the Texans taking on the Cardinals. For this Texans team, Brandon Cooks is really the only viable player on this offense who should be in lineups and I think he is a very solid start. For the Cardinals, I'm actually gonna be rolling with three of these guys as starts. DeAndre Hopkins, Christian Kirk, and A.J. Green all have had some big games and I think are all starter worthy. I'm gonna be sitting Rondell Moore. I really like the player. I think he's going to have a bright future. Just hasn't seen enough opportunities or snap share to start off this season. Then it's the Bears traveling to Tampa to take on the Buccaneers. And even though this is a solid matchup for the Bears against that Bucs secondary, I'm still gonna be sitting Allen Robinson and Darnell Mooney. I just haven't seen enough from this passing game as a whole to truly buy into them You know, in a favorable matchup. I honestly think this game could get really rough for the Bears. They've kind of been able to survive based on the run game. If the Bucs can take that away and really make Justin Fields rely on his arm, I just don't know if he's there yet. I still think he's going to be a really solid NFL quarterback, but I just think this is a tough matchup this week here against the Bucs. For the Bucks, you're starting all three of these guys every single week, Antonio Brown, Mike Evans, and Chris Godwin. Then on Sunday Night Football, it is the Colts taking on the 49ers. I'm really not interested in starting any of these Colts wide receivers. With T.Y. Hilton back, it's just kind of muddied this wide receiver room. Michael Pittman was kind of the guy, but he was getting it done through volume, not touchdowns or big plays. So now that you have Hilton back, just eating into that target share a little bit, they're gonna be feeding Jonathan Taylor as the number one weapon in this offense as a whole plays it pretty safe. So I just don't really wanna be starting any of these guys. For the 49ers, you're rolling with Debo Samuel, the clear wide receiver one on this team. And Brandon Ayuk is a sit, really just has not broken out yet. I'm kind of losing faith that it's going to happen. Pretty crazy how someone can go from a really, really nice rookie season to just being non-existent in his sophomore year, but that's what has happened here with Ayuk. And then we have our final matchup of the week on Monday night football. Saints traveling to Seattle to take on the Seahawks. For the Saints team, I'm gonna be starting Marquez Callaway. With all the injuries to the Saints wide receiver core, the Seahawks secondary has not been great. I think this could be a solid week for Callaway to put up some decent numbers. We know he has that big play ability, but if he can add some volume to that, this could be a really nice week for him. On the Seahawks side, I know they didn't look great here in week six. The passing game was definitely lacking some explosion, but I'm still gonna list DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett as starts. DK Metcalf is probably like a low end wide receiver two. Lockett's honestly more of a wide receiver three moving forward but still someone who I think is startable. But that is going to wrap it up for the week seven wide receiver start sits. If you guys enjoyed this video, please hit that like button, subscribe to the channel, ask me any questions down below. I'll be responding to every single person. If you wanna see more videos like this, go check out my running back start sits. I'm gonna be going through the tight ends and quarterbacks tomorrow. But thank you guys for stopping by and I'll see you next time.